Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And welcome. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Really, uh, really sad time. We lost uh, Rush, Rush Limbaugh yesterday. He has passed away at the age of 70. Of course, it was a year ago that he told us that he, he'd been diagnosed with, um, with lung cancer. And he mentioned, the la- I think this was the last time he was on the air, right before Christmas, that they didn't expect him to last until October, but he did, or November, or certainly December. Uh, he made it past all of those um, landmarks, but he, uh, he's been, he'd been off the, off the radio for, I think, three weeks, maybe three to four weeks. And so I was, I was worried that, you know, it might have taken a turn for the worse, and apparently he did. And uh, we lost an incredible patriot. Absolute legend, an absolute powerhouse, and a man who, uh, quite honestly, not just revolutionized talk radio, but really kind of invented it uh, in the form that it is today. Because without Rush, that just wouldn't have happened. Before Rush, um, before Rush kicked into gear with his national show in 1988, there was the Fairness Doctrine. And so you would have a conservative talk radio host, followed by a liberal one, followed by another conservative, and then another liberal. It just had to be equally balanced. Just madness. Why would you ever listen to that? Uh... Well, nobody did. <laughs> so, finally, um, along came Rush. And uh, I think between his rise in national prominence and, uh, and the Fairness Doctrine finally going away, provided the opportunity for the rest of us to enter this business. So, um, he's going to be sorely missed. Obviously, um, not just by millions of radio listeners, but the, he had a huge influence in American politics over the last 33 years. Just uh, amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I mean, it's hard to believe he's gone. Really, even yeah. though we've seen this coming for for a year, it's still really hard to believe that he's gone. Absolutely, and and you're so right when you say. That he is the reason that our profession exists. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he, he's the reason why so many things have branched off right up to Blaze TV. Mm-hmm. Um, Rush Limbaugh uh, was an inspiration. He was a creator. And he was the original influencer, really. Um, uh, I think you said it best when you said not only did he influence and effectively create this medium that you and I are a part of, but he also changed the conversation in American politics and thus the direction of this country. Yeah. And you're right. He will absolutely be missed. It doesn't seem real. Yeah. It's hard to get your head around it, uh, that his voice is not going to be heard anymore. I never, I never had a chance to meet Rush. Wish I would have. But I've listened to him since he started his national broadcast in 1988 when I was still in Salt Lake City. Uh, found him on a on one of the talk stations there, and uh, never looked back because he was just so brilliant. You know, the guy could, the guy could just 
sum up the way you felt and speak things for you that you didn't necessarily have the platform to do, especially, you know, at that time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it made me love talk radio, even when I was doing music radio and and, um, still in my 20s. I just, I always thought, wow, yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that sometime. (laughs) Um, So he's... He's had an influence on probably virtually every single person who's ever been in this business since 1988. Yeah, yeah. I I, I stumbled on him. Uh, I remember I was in eighth grade, I believe, and uh, somehow school was out early uh, this particular day, and I came home and I turned on the radio, and it was still on the station um, that the football game was on the day before. And so I, I didn't typically have the radio on at that time during the week, and I heard this guy making sense, and I never looked hmm. back. And he really uh, changed my life and changed my perspective. I think and that happened for millions. I mean, literally mm-hmm. millions of people over the years. Who would tell you the same thing, the exact same thing? And then, of course, uh, and this is why I don't read comments like this. I don't go to the comment sections of any of these stories because I just can't take it. Uh, but I heard from my sons who who do read comments and and checked out Twitter a lot. Apparently, the left has just gone nuts with yes. uh, savaging him yes. um, because they're so tolerant and they're so mm-hmm. inclusive and they're and they're so loving. Things like um, uh, "Hell got its devil back." Th- those kinds of comments from people who you know never listened to his show ever. Probably not a single moment of his show may have heard clips. From time to time, I doubt even that. But just because uh, they knew how prominent he was, uh, they hated his guts. And and they'd know nothing, absolutely nothing about him. Uh, it's just, it's really sad to see him get brutalized uh, like that from from people who, who don't know what they're talking about. And yes, it's, it it's, was... it's amazing how they can get away with this. And not be, uh, not be banned from Twitter. Not right. Not be suspended at all. They can just say whatever they want, whatever hateful thing. And I thought hate was what we're trying to stop now. Nope. Only if somebody on the right hates somebody on the left. The other way around is perfectly fine. No yeah, problem with it at all. It was a terrible display. Humanity mm, at its worst. I bet. Yeah. I, oof. It, yeah, it, it, it was the exact opposite of unity that they claim to want. But, uh, yeah, it was a brutal day reading the comments from the left. Did we do this to uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Don't think so. I never saw it. Uh, maybe some people, a few people, but I I don't remember any of it. No, and, and you'll recall the moment the president of the United States, a Republican— the leader of the Republican Party, when he was informed of her death as he walked toward his airplane after a campaign event, it was such a mm-hmm. touching moment. Yeah. His instinct, Donald Trump's instinct, was to be a human about it right. and to talk about how good of a person she was. Right. right. The left's uh, instant reaction, their default, is the Hate. exact opposite. It's, it's absolutely hateful. despicable hatred. Uh, you know, and I was talking about this uh, with my family last night, my wife said, "Well, did you say things like that when Ted Kennedy died?" Yeah, no. I no, no, uh, no. I don't. I don't think I've said that kind of stuff when any of them 
died, when anybody on the left has died, that we've had some sort of celebration over it. We've had celebrations when, for instance, Harry Reid left office um, or somebody lost an election. I don't believe we've ever celebrated somebody on the left dying. Have we? I, I certainly hope not. If somebody can remember it, maybe you'll you'll correct us. But no, because uh, if I you don't did, think it so. would make national news. Yeah, and and you'd be done. You'd be done. So uh, and we don't even want to react like that. We're right. human beings. Right. We want to defeat mm. you at the ballot box, not because you're dead, and we're certainly not going to dance on your grave because we're all human beings at the end of the day. But boy, not yesterday. Not yesterday on social media. And You're again, absolutely right. Um, the left is uh, they're the culture of death. Uh, yes, this, this is what they thrive on. They're the culture of death, and it starts it starts with abortion. They celebrate abortion death, um, and they love it. And for some reason, they can't get enough of it. And so uh, it carries over into this, where we respect life. We we believe life is precious. Uh, no matter whose life it is, it's it's precious and it comes from God. And so you respect it all along the way from from the womb to the grave and everything in between. And it's uh, I think that's what drives us. And it certainly doesn't drive the other side. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You can certainly share any of your memories or, or thoughts you have about Rush. Um, if you'd like on Twitter at uh, Pat Unleashed. Or at triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety-three. As far as what's going on in our nation today, we've got uh, Biden's immigration plan, which he sort of uh, outlined yesterday, and it just sounds fantastic. There will not be another foot of wall constructed on my administration. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Okay, not a foot of wall constructed. Isn't that great? So, uh, ollie, ollie, all come free. We're not going to try to impede your path here at all. So don't worry about it. I'm going to make sure that we have border protection, but it's going to be uh-huh. based on making sure that we use sure. high-tech capacity to deal with it. First thing I'm going to mm-hmm. do, and I've already written, send to the, the United States Congress a a, 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 a path to a citizenship path. for 11 million undocumented folks. Oh. We're going to restore our moral folks. standing in the world and our, mm. our historic role as a safe haven for refugees and asylum seekers mm. and those mm-hmm. fleeing mm. violence and, mm. pres- and persecution. Mm. We're going to stop the inhumane practice of separating <laughs> children from their parents. Really? And work to reunite families. Look at all the families that are not reunited. They're not reunited. <laughs> you know, they've been working to reunite those families. We've talked about this before. They've tried for, uh, well, ever since this began, to, to reunite the kids. It's not like they want to keep the kids away from their parents. What's the motivation for that? They don't. They're, they're trying to find the parents. They're trying to track them down. And in many cases, hundreds and hundreds of cases, when they do find the parents, and the parents are back in Mexico or Guatemala or Honduras or wherever they came from, they don't want their kids sent back to them because they want that anchor here so that they can come to them. That's what they want. So when they're set, when they're told, uh, hey, we'd like to send your child back to you, uh, they've been refused. What, what are you supposed to do in that eventuality? What, what do you do about that? 
uh, well, okay. Um, I guess we're going to have to try to figure out where to place them in the United States then. And who do you place them with? Uh, this is just such madness. And he knows it. He knows what what the, the Trump administration was up against. He's up against it too. And they had kids in the same uh, holding facilities that Trump did. And the left completely excused it. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, We're going to stop detaining people indefinitely. Invest instead on mm. case management programs to help ensure migrants get the support they need while they're mm. navigating the asylum process. Right, right. Well, that's great. Uh, so that sends the signal to everybody in Mexico, Central, and South America. We're open for business now. Just come on in. Uh, it doesn't matter. We're not going to build any more walls. We're not going to have any more rules. And once you're here illegally and uh, you, you've been working illegally in the United States of America, don't worry about it. We're going to make sure that we legalize you and make you a citizen too. That's the clear signal that they are sending to the rest of the world. It's just, it's amazing. So uh, good luck with the jobs situation. Tough enough in this pandemic. It's going to get even worse now because of the policies of this president. Uh, and he's going to do most of it through executive order, it looks like. And uh, not even bother with the legislative process. Why should he? When he can take care of everything uh, that he wants to do with the swipe of a pen he can he can become a dictator and he he doesn't need anybody's help in doing that um here's bill gates on the 2.8 million job losses that we're experiencing fossil fuels are cheap and i know you want to move towards eliminating them what happens to the 2.8 million americans that are working in the oil and gas industry this is a 30-year transition, and there's lots mm -hmm. of clean mm -hmm. jobs that can be mm -hmm. uh, created in those same locations. A total oh. number of jobs will actually go up. There may be some places there's <laughs> dislocation, and so as we mm -hmm. budget, we have to think about those affected communities uh, as well as funding the innovation and deployment. Uh, so uh, there's the other problem with the, with the job situation. First of all, illegal aliens. Come on across. Don't worry about it. You're going to be citizens soon. And then you got Bill Gates uh, talking about the fact that the 2.8 million people that are losing their jobs in the oil and gas industry, eh, don't worry about that. We'll convert them eventually. Uh, it's a 30-year process. So eventually you'll have a job. And if there's one thing we've learned <laughs> during this snowstorm, during this unbelievable cold snap, and by the way, what's the name of this winter storm? Have you seen it, Keith? Uh, it's Winter Storm Yuri or something. Oh, does it have a name? It really? does I've have been a calling name. Calling it Snow Fiasco 2021. <laughs> Is well, that not its? That's uh, that's term? a better name than uh, Snowstorm Yuri Seriously, or whatever. This is an infrastructure crisis. Is oh what my this is. gosh, we've seen it. Is have we ever <laughs> seen what uh, the reliance on green energy is doing and will do to us over time? It is, yeah. It's 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 the turbines, it's the solar panels, and it's the nuclear reactor with the override button that was frozen that we couldn't convince. No, it's okay to be on right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many yeah. how many products do you have in your home where where the computer thinks it's smarter than you? 
And that was one of the issues at a nuclear plant down near Houston. Yeah. This whole thing has been a fiasco from the electricity to uh-huh. the water uh-huh. to cell service. Uh, we are, it, it, I did the math yesterday, two thirds of the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex yesterday or two days ago had their electricity out at this one given time. I mean, mm. this has helped us. Jeez. Anyway, I didn't know it's- it had a name. Yeah, uh, it does, and uh, and I, you know, whether whether it's named or not, it's been an absolute, total and complete nightmare, and as you mentioned, fiasco. Uh, to think that this could happen in Texas is just really mind-boggling. I would have never believed it that our grid and we, our grid is independent of the other two grids uh, in the United States. We have the Eastern grid, we have the Western grid, and. Uh, we have our own grid in Texas, and uh, I would have thought we could withstand pretty much anything. Certainly a cold snap, uh, but nope, no, uh, we can't. And in large part, it's because of the wind turbines. We rely on uh, the wind turbines to produce twenty percent of our energy from wind. Well, okay, when those freeze up, then what do you have? You have a twenty percent loss in your capacity. Uh, the other thing, supposedly, is that even though we have our own grid, we have to, uh, in order to increase our our ability to produce more energy to the maximum level, we have to get permission from the federal government because of regulations. And that increases <laughs> pollution. And so they don't allow us to do that. I know. Uh, are you kidding me? <laughs> we gotta, We have to crawl... To the federal government and say, please, can we use more of our own natural resources right now so that we can, I don't know, survive? And uh, no, no, you can't. Sorry. Yeah. And speaking of the federal government, has the president of the United States bothered to call Greg Abbott or any other governor affected by this storm yet? No. That's incredible. That's that's absolutely incredible. Now, if Trump if Trump is silent oh. and not calling California or New York yeah. during this, yeah. oh my gosh. Can you imagine? Yes. And he did. He did call California. He did call New York. And both of those governors admitted it at the beginning. Cuomo said uh, Trump had performed quite well in the beginning. Do you remember that press conference? And so did Gavin Newsom. They Newsom both said it. the yeah. same thing. In fact, Newsom, yeah, he was almost in love with President Trump <laughs> at one point. And now uh, Joe Biden's completely disinterested in what's going on in Texas, despite the fact that people are actually dying from what's happening here. Yes, they are. Uh, you know, there, there are people freezing to death. There are, are people who have no water, uh, like me, for instance. Um, there are people who who have no electricity and are freezing in their own homes. Uh, it's just it's it's despicable what's going on and what they've allowed to transpa- uh, transpire here. It's it's crazy, absolutely crazy. By the way, yeah, we had a pipe burst and water mm. start spraying all over the uh, uh, all over through our walls and no. th- all all through the attic and. Uh, <sighs> Fortunately, I had just gone looking because my wife said, you know what? We better find the water main key. Uh, yeah. And I had just gone through the, the garage to try to find it and just 
found it when my wife came running and said, we got to go now and turn off the water. So we turned off the water main before we had, you know, inches of water uh, spread throughout our house. Others haven't been quite as fortunate. Uh, Stu is one of those. Really? He he apparently has a, uh, a fire suppression system in his house. So he's got essentially the sprinkler system that you see in businesses. Oh, no. And apparently, when it gets really, really cold like this, uh, the water that's built up in that system uh, tends to burst if you don't purge it first, which he didn't know about. Uh, Glenn had just, he has the same system, and one of his neighbors had just told him, hey, uh, you know, 19 homes in this neighborhood uh, were destroyed by, by their fire suppression system last time this happened. You better purge your, your system. And so he did. Stu didn't know that and didn't purge his system. And so those pipes burst, and he got three inches of water on his ground floor. No. Yeah. Yeah, really sad. Really oh. bad. So hopefully, you know, insurance will, will take care of the remodel, but he said it's a whole remodel job on the first floor. Just uh, really amazing. So, oh. there, I mean, there are, there are people going through really – uh, tough times right now yeah. and uh, could really use, I don't know, electricity for one thing. <laughs> what a concept. You need electricity? And did you see the mayor of Colorado City, Texas? Yes. Oh, my gosh. This guy. <laughs> so uh, he posted Tuesday morning... Uh, a, a declaration that said, let me hurt some feelings while I have a minute. Apparently, he was tired of people, you know, complaining about the fact that they don't have power and they don't have water. And it's, by the way, uh, 10 degrees or 5 degrees or whatever the case may be. And we could really use some electricity. Here's what he said. No one owes you or your family anything. Instead of or, he wrote are. No one, no one owes you or your family anything. Nor is it the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this. Sink or swim, it's your choice. The city and county, along with power providers or any other service, owes you nothing. (laughs) Wait, uh, what? He went on to say that he's sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout. What Um, is that? Asking for the power I freaking pay for. Every minute of every day is not a handout, <laughs> douche. He said, if you don't have electricity, you step up and come up with a game plan to keep your family warm and safe. If you have no water, you deal with it and think outside the box to survive and supply water to your family. Oh, okay. Well, that's easy. Uh, he added, if you're sitting at home in the cold because you have no power, and are sitting there waiting for someone to come rescue you because you're lazy. It's a direct result of your raising. Only the strong survive and the weak will perish. <laughs> that is amazing <laughs> to think that, you know, you should expect to have uh, the services that you pay for uh, to the power companies and the services that the government uh, offer that you pay for through your taxes to ask for those to actually continue to happen uh, means you're lazy, I guess, and and you deserve what you're getting. 
That was a strange screed there. Really strange. Uh, Some, somebody wow. hurt him. Apparently. Uh, right, apparently. <laughs> I mean, I understand the sentiment, but... Uh, well, yeah, not but the, not the, the, sentiment, time. <laughs> the sentiment is misplaced because they're not right. asking for a handout. They're just asking for the services they always pay for. Right. If I mean, that's just a general... Um, uh, philosophy, right? Sink or swim, prepare, yes. all that good stuff. But yes. when literally we are below zero, that's when you're going to... Yeah. People are without yeah. electricity. Can we help people? And then after the storm passes, say, all right, this should, we should have been be a better prepared. Call, you know, And there is uh, a way to... Yes, and there's a way to say that. You, you know, and I... If there's one thing I've realized uh, during this whole mess, it's that I'm not prepared enough. Um, mm. I... You know, I should have, I should have a generator. So during those outages, we have ways to keep things going. Um, and I should have more supplies in toilet paper because toilet paper ran out again in many areas. What? Uh, should make sure that the the every time a storm is on the way, go gas up and make sure the tanks are filled to capacity because gas is gone now in our area. Uh, you know, there are things you can do to uh, better prepare. I mean, we do have we do have food, food enough to last for a year. But mm-hmm. uh, in other ways, we're just we're just not ready for it. We're not prepared, and this did highlight that. But I'm not asking for a handout. I'm just asking for the normal basic services that we all pay for. And I want, I also want the government to be better prepared to handle a situation like this because there's no reason for it. There's no reason for us to be in this situation right now. When Texas has uh, more energy and more resources than any other state in the union, we should be able to use them now. Now is the time when we should be able to call on those uh, resources and increase our capacity to the max so that we can handle it all. Yeah, there's a movement online on social media. uh, Texit, it's time to leave the union and Texas go out and... And stand on your own. Uh, mm. we, we might want to get some ducks mm-hmm. in, in order here, get our things in order before we uh, yeah. before we pull that switch. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, because we've made fun of California all these years. And here we are in maybe even a worse situation than California. Uh, I never would have believed. If you would have told me a week ago that when it gets really cold next week, we're going to be enrolling blackouts. I would have said, "No, come on. Uh, we have we have a bigger capacity to handle this kind of stuff than anybody else. Uh, that's not going to happen." <laughs> and sure enough, here we are. And isn't hasn't been hasn't it been fun? It's I t- really been a joy. <laughs> no, nothing has changed with the calendar flip into 2021. No, if anything, it's gotten worse. It's gotten worse. Yeah. I mean, this has been a miserable stinking week. It really has. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get through it. And uh, and thanks to the mayor of Colorado City, Texas, uh, we know we shouldn't be asking for any sorts of any sort of uh, uh, service. From our service providers. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, yeah, it's uh, it's fun. Um, and in fact, you got Greg Abbott talking about there's going to be a big investigation with uh, ERCOT, the uh, the folks who are charged with powering our state. Um, yeah, so- they're they're the ones who decide what happens with the grid, right? They're they're the ones who control the rolling blackouts and all that. 
which, by the way, finally stopped for me uh, at my house last night around 10 o'clock. We realized, wait a minute, has the power been on longer than 45 minutes? <laughs> I think it has. Wow. <laughs> what just happened? Are they not going to shut us off? And they, and they didn't. Uh, Throw a party? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That was party time right there. Are, are the blackouts done at your house, too, now? Yeah, the big issue at my place is the town has run out of water. Um, yeah, that's so, been happening like, in a lot of places. Yeah, so like the water treatment facility. First, it was boil your water. Then it was, just kidding, we're out of water. And so the pressure has um, uh, run down to a trickle, which is which is a good thing because then there's less volume of water in your pipes in order to freeze, you right. see? So it's right. kind of, and we got very lucky with the frozen pipe situation because the second I realized that there was a pipe frozen um, upstairs, we were able to, you know, the power was on, so that was helpful, right? Yes. Able to get some heat into the attic where this pipe ran through. Oh, nice. So we narrowly avoided a disaster like you suffered. Ah, so it's great. been fun, right? Has yeah. this been fun? Oh, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like 2020 was fun, 2021 is even funner. <laughs> All right, 888-933-93. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Let me take just a minute and tell you about keeps. If you want to keep the hair that you have left, maybe even add to it, then you need to go to keeps dot com slash pad uh you got a million reasons to be stressed out these days especially right now but stressing about your male pattern baldness and receding hairline that doesn't have to be one of them the good news is that keeps can help keeps offers the same doctor recommended fda approved hair loss treatment but they they offer the generic versions so you pay about half the price it's a great deal. And one more thing you'll, you'll love, you can do everything online. You don't have to go anywhere, do anything, which is awesome right now, especially. Uh, just go online at keeps.com slash pat, answer a few questions, <clears throat> take some pictures of your hair and post them, and then a licensed doctor will get back to you and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. Then it's shipped right to your door. So... Why make trips to the doctor and the pharmacy when you could do everything online from the comfort of your own couch? And to get you started, we'll give you a special discount. When you go to keeps.com, keeps.com slash pat, you'll get 50% off your first order of hair loss treatments. Now, about 67% of men, uh, 90% have stoppage of hair loss. And another 66, 67% experience hair regrowth. So this is right up your alley. If you're experiencing thinning hair, keeps.com slash Pat. That's keeps.com slash Pat. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. Got some tweets uh, here from Duct Tape Freak. There will not be another foot of wall constructed, except, you know, in D.C. <laughs> yeah, around the White House. Uh, from Carl Smith, maybe Democrats who blame Donald Trump for inciting the large crowd on January 6th, they're just jealous because they couldn't draw one-tenth as many supporters, even with free food. Uh, caffeinated Texan tweets, 
So, are we supposed to generate our own power, Mr. Douche Nozzle? Yeah, the mayor of uh, Colorado City <laughs> taking on his constituents. Big Daddy Donnie T. We're living in a time where the left is no longer trying to appear normal. They are openly and unapologetically doing whatever they want. Consequences be damned is not a worry because there are no consequences for them. So true. Uh, do you remember when the when the left preached tolerance? Uh, they don't even mention that word anymore they could, because they don't tolerate anybody who thinks anything different than they do. There's absolutely zero tolerance on the left right now. From Moo Points, to quote the great Deborah Barone in the documentary Everybody Loves Raymond, when you're on the Titanic, you load the lifeboats. You don't stop to yell at the iceberg. <laughs> Good point. That's a, that's a great point. Uh, 888 Saw this article, uh, this headline today. Ted Cruz accused of flying to Cancun during blackouts. He's, he's accused of that? And, I mean, either he flew to Cancun or, or he didn't. Um, but also, what better time to fly to Cancun than right? right that was smart. <laughs> I mean, Why, what? what's he supposed to problem? do? Is he going to crawl up in your attic and fix your broken pipes? Um, yeah, I was just going <laughs> to call Ted Cruz so he could come over and, uh, and help boil water for me. That, and then <laughs> maybe even uh, shovel my sidewalk. What, what's he going to do for you? Oh, dude, I would take pictures. If Ted Cruz was standing at my stove boiling water, oh, man, I'd be tweeting that picture out. Or climbs up, in, climbs up in your attic and starts fixing your pipes. Yeah, that, right. that would be a cool photo. He's not the governor. No. You people are so, so stupid. dumb. I, it's so stupid. I don't even understand what, what the point is. So he went to Cancun. Yes, others are suffering. If I could have gone to Cancun, you bet. Right. I would have packed up my family and gone to Cancun. It would have been great. Uh, 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 now, you would have come home to your house being uh, yes, destroyed. Yes, totally destroyed. Pipes. That is true. But you would have been in bliss for the week you were in Cancun. Yeah, it would have been nice when it was uh, two below here and uh, it's, what, 75 or 80 in Cancun. Yeah, that would have been great. Would have been great. By the way, we didn't even talk the other day uh, when we were here about the fact that over the weekend, uh, Donald Trump was exonerated. He uh, he was not convicted by the Senate, even though seven Republicans voted co- to convict. Seven. That included, of course, the usual Lisa Murkowski and Susan Collins, but also Mitt Romney uh, voted to convict. And sadly, so did Ben Sass. Now, I I know that Sass has not been a Trump supporter. In fact, he's probably been an opponent, uh, if anything, of yeah. of Donald Trump. But how do you vote con- to convict uh, based on the evidence that they presented? There's nothing. You can't figure out the fact that that was uh, not spurred by Donald Trump. That they were planning that well in advance. And that many of the instigators were on the left, and that Donald Trump said nothing about getting violent. I, I just I don't even understand how you convince a guy like Ben Sass that yep I need to vote to convict. Yeah, he he should be removed from office. Yeah, he he was removed from office on January twentieth. I don't I don't know if you noticed that. 
But it's uh, it's amazing to me that somebody with I I thought that had common sense was sucked into that mess. I I, I don't even understand how that's possible. It's unbelievable and disappointing. Really disappointing. Yeah. yeah, and and I read his statement and I read his statement when they were certifying the results and I could see his constitutional argument as to why he didn't go along with that but but this statement with um with his vote to convict um made yeah. no sense to me whatsoever None. i couldn't even get into that frame of mind which so, is disappointing because i really like is. ben sass yeah i do too i do too a lot of people don't now because he has not supported the president uh well the former president now um but sass is an actual conservative and there were some things that I, I think he disagreed with uh, Donald Trump on and couldn't go with him on. And that, that's that's okay to me because I, you know, we we had disagreements with George W. Bush. We didn't have to agree with everything he said um, or you were a traitor. Uh, that, that wasn't the case until Donald Trump. And so I didn't expect him to be in lockstep with Donald Trump, but I do expect him to have the common sense to see this this uh, this conviction trial for what it was, this impeachment uh, situation. It was it was an absolute partisan uh, mob uh, trying to hurt Donald Trump so that he could never run for office again. I, how do you not see that? It's just uh, it's disappointing, really disappointing. Uh, 888-900-3393, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. But it's good to see that the um, media, especially at CNN, is treating this president the same way they did the last one. Uh, <laughs> Anderson Cooper talking to, a, uh, interviewing Joe Biden. And listen to the brutal question that, uh, that he posed to the president. Mm. You have, um, over the years, over your career, you've already spent a great deal of time at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, except now you're living there and you're president. It's been mm-hmm. four weeks. What's it like? Wow. How's it different? Ouch. What's it like? I get up like? in the morning, look at Joe and say, where the hell are we? <laughs> I bet you do. I bet dude. he does. Because <laughs> uh, I really don't know where I am. Uh, Jill, where are we? <laughs> We're in the White House, dear. Uh, who's White House? <laughs> I mean, the White House, dear. <laughs> I mean, where was the? So I mean, that, that was as close to the Obama. What's enchanted you the most? Question. Yes, it might Remember even be one? a dumber question than that yeah. one. Uh, yeah, uh, Anderson Cooper, really, really hard hitting interview with Joe Biden. Uh, what's it like living at the White House? <laughs> Uh, and then, amazing. I mean, his answer is priceless because, I mean, we all know that that's how your brain is operating at this point, Joe. <laughs> well, where the hell are we? <laughs> Every morning, ask Jill, where are we? I mean, not the best answer. No, that was... president, considering. It was an honest one, though, finally. Uh, probably the only honest answer he's, he's given in his, uh, in his career. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. 888 Archbishop Nauman, Archbishop of Kansas City, Kansas, since 2005, actually has taken a stand uh, against the nonsense 
that is Joe Biden calling himself a devout Catholic all the time. Mm. And Archbishop Nauman from Kansas City has asked him to please stop calling himself a devout Catholic. Uh, and so he was interviewed um, about, uh, let's see, from CWR, the Christian uh, Weekly. In January uh, 2020, 100,000 people participated in the 2020 March for Life, and the featured speaker was President Donald Trump. Then they, so they asked the archbishop, where do we stand today? And he says, the circumstances are very much different. I'd say we had many more than 100,000 at the March for Life a year ago and would have had more than that this year had it not been for the virus and fears that the, the march would be taken over by people with other agendas. The passion that our people have to build a culture of life and to protect the most vulnerable, the unborn, is strong, particularly among our young people. Uh, do you think the March for Life was all effective, at all effective, as a virtual event last year? What kind of participation do you observe? And he said the downside of having a virtual event is that we can't observe participants in the same way uh, goes on. Uh, then the question, Mr. Biden professes to be a devout Catholic, yet is 100% pro-choice on abortion. How do you think America's bishops ought to respond to this situation? Uh, Archbishop Nauman says, I can tell you how this bishop is responding. <clears throat> the president should stop defining himself as a devout Catholic and acknowledge that his view on abortion is contrary to Catholic moral teaching. It would be a more honest approach from him to say he disagreed with his church on this important issue and that he was acting contrary to church teaching. When he says he's a devout Catholic, we bishops have the responsibility to correct him. Although people have given this president power and authority, he cannot define what it is to be a Catholic and what Catholic moral teaching is. What he is doing now is usurping the role of bishops and confusing people. He's declaring that he's Catholic and is going to force people to support abortion through their tax dollars. The bishops need to correct him as the president is acting contrary to the Catholic faith. Now... It seems to me that very few uh, in in the church have uh, had the nerve to take him on on this issue. And uh, it's pretty amazing when somebody will strongly stand up and say it. And there have been a few bishops who have said he shouldn't be getting communion uh, and have said that he's, you know, like this archbishop, he's got to stop calling himself a devout Catholic because you're not a devout Catholic if you pick and choose what you're going to believe. How is that devout? And both he and Nancy Pelosi uh, try to pull that off. And it's just, it's wrong. It's these wrong. these are brave men who are Definitely. calling him out. And they will, of course, be marginalized. Yes, they and will. in no time at all, they'll be considered or, or will be labeled by the media. A Haters. fringe Catholic archbishop has hey, yes. said. Yeah. Yes, no doubt about it. All right. Uh, and we'll... We'll get to what uh, Jen Psaki had to say about because the as the Archbishop said, uh, they're going to be spending tax dollars on uh, funding abortions. Jen Psaki was just asked about that. We'll get to that in just a second. First, if you're trying to sell your home, you know what a challenge that can be. Real estate agents I trust is where you're going to find an agent to help you through the entire process, start to finish. They'll give you the great advice you need on how to sell your home. Uh, quickly and for the most amount of money. Because if it sits there, 
the price is just going to go down. So that's why you need uh, a realtor who can really help you decide what kinds of things you need to do in order to sell your home, replace countertops or repaint things or uh, whatever it is. They know what buyers are looking for because they're with them every day. And so they can advise you on what you get your money out of and what you won't. These are all people with great track records. They have great marketing plans. And they're fans of the show. So you're going to have a lot in common with them as well. So whether whether you're buying or you're selling or maybe you're doing both because you're relocating to a new city, uh, check out Real Estate Agents I Trust. They've been closely vetted by uh, Glenn's team. And uh, I think you're, you're going to have a really good experience with them. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, so Jen Saki is uh, asked uh, about, because they're talking about uh, this new funding for uh, health issues in the in the virus crisis and is some of that money going to be peeled off and used for abortion can this administration right now guarantee if the american rescue plan is passed that no taxpayer dollars will go to the abortion industry which component of the american rescue plan are you referring to nice stall tech right here uh, a 50 million dollar funding increase for the title 10 program mm. uh, 750 million dollars for global health activities and billions in funding for community health centers without applying the Hyde Amendment? Well, the president's uh, view on the Hyde Amendment is well known, as you have stated in your question. He also believes that community health centers are a uh, key um, part of addressing the pandemic, of ensuring that people in communities uh, have mm-hmm. access to vaccines, have access to treatment and information about uh, about um, making sure they're healthy and their loved ones are healthy. So that remains a priority to the president. He's the shared his view the on question. the Hyde Amendment. Uh, I don't think I have anything new for you. Okay, follow up on that. Can he guarantee Americans who don't <laughs> want their tax dollars? Nice. Americans who don't want their tax dollars. Thank you. Abortion. Can, well, he, can the administration guarantee those tax dollars won't well, be abortion? Well, I, I think, Owen, as I've just uh-huh. noted, three as quarters of the public noted. supports uh, the components of the package, wants to oh see the gosh. pandemic get under control, That's not the wants question. to see people put oh. back to work vaccines and arms. So I think that answers um, your question. Okay. No, it, it didn't come close to answering the question. Except her answer is, is no, she can't guarantee it. In fact, <laughs> I, it sounds to me like they are planning to use our tax dollars yep. to fund abortions. It, <laughs> Wow. All right, 888-900-3393 with your thoughts. Pat Gray and Lee. Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You know, I've been talking about uh, rough greens for quite a while now. It's a powder that you sprinkle over your dog's food. It's really simple. But with that simple act, you're providing your dog with essential vitamins and minerals, probiotics, omega oils. Basically, all the stuff he or she needs to be healthier and happier and have a more active lifestyle. Most dogs love this stuff right at the beginning. Hear stories all the time about dogs, even picky ones, who literally just 
wolf their food down after the, you know, whoever sprinkles the uh, rough greens on it. And who could blame them after, you know, the dry kibble dog food that we feed our dogs has all the nutrients cooked out of it. Uh, so that that food can last a really long time on the shelf. It's basically dead food, though. Sometimes, apparently, sometimes, I've never seen this, but I guess it can take your dog a little bit longer uh, to get used to rough greens. So the first thing we want to do is see if your dog will eat it. You can get a free bag of rough greens for your dog to try out. All you pay is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com. That's R-U-F-F greens.com. Roughgreens.com or call 833-ROUGH-DOG. Pat Gray returns. Got some tweets here uh, from The Science. Tens of thousands of illegals traveling in a caravan towards America. Not a problem. One Texas senator travels south. World ending. (laughs) Spoiling duck tweets. I woke up in the cold and dark with no power because I hear something scampering around. I grab a flashlight and I find... Ted Cruz scrambling around my house like a monkey fixing things. Wow. <laughs> so apparently he came back from Cancun a little early. Uh-huh. And the did, people senator. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Batacath Care Science follower <laughs> tweets I was fine with Sass until he clearly wasn't using the Constitution as his guiding principle for his disagreements with Trump. He let it get personal and he lost his dang mind. Yeah, I th- so, uh, it kind of did happen. Looking ahead to 2024, is maybe Ben Sass positioning himself as the anti-Trump conservative? Mm, maybe. This because ain't the way he, to do it, though. No, I don't think. It's not. So all it's going to do is going to split the Republican vote. Because whether yep. Trump runs or Trump anoints someone, it's going to be 1912 all over again. Yeah. And the Democrats will win. Which would uh, be an absolute catastrophe. Uh, a guy, Herm, tweets, sitting here trying to figure out why Texas has water pipes in the attic. If they were in the basement, you'd have less damage in your house. Right, except we don't have basements. <laughs> right. That's kind of the problem. No basements in Texas. No, that water table too high. Yep. Uh, from Jimmy Dimples, can't blame Biden. Living in his America? Even I don't know where the hell I am or want to know. <laughs> well said. Uh, wake up every morning. Ask Dr. Dr. Jill Biden, where am I? Uh, we have a virgent emergency. Uh, there are two, way too many Catholic clergy who are either afraid of speaking out about, indifferent about, or hippy-dippy-ish towards Biden's self-identification as a devout Catholic. Makes me sick. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's, I, I think it's problematic. I, just, uh, I don't... I don't know why more don't say th- something about or to Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. uh, when they're essentially misleading people on Catholicism, right? I mean, here you've got these super prominent, super powerful Americans telling you that, oh, yeah, I believe everything. I am a devout Catholic. I am right with my church. And they're these radical abortionists. Uh Wow. Does not compute. No, it doesn't. Uh, all right. We wanted to compare uh, videos here. 
just to get away from the madness for a minute. You tell us which of these two videos are the more ridiculous. Uh, we have... Who should we play first? Should we Let's play start the, de Blasio. De Blasio huh? first. All right. Here's Bill de Blasio. Talking <laughs> New York about, with his priorities, right? Y- yes. New York City <laughs> Arts. We need a recovery that brings back the life and the heart and the energy of this city and that everyone gets to be a part of. And we're going to do that. We're going to really bring back the heart and soul of New York City. Uh We need our arts and culture back and we need people to see it and feel it, to participate in it, to know that that essence of New York City has not been defeated by the coronavirus, but will come back strong in 2021. Month after month in 2021, as you see the city come back to life, culture will lead the way. Uh, <laughs> and that goes on to say, uh, okay. um, there's a, uh, at 115 locations in all five boroughs, you're going to see these random freakish dance troops mm-hmm. doing that stupid crap with your tax dollars as the arts and culture come back to life in New York City. Okay, is that dumber than this one, though? We found (laughs) this particular sport, I guess. Uh, Thank you for sending these in, by the way, (laughs) y'all. On a Serbian TV channel? Is that Hmm. where this is? Okay, I don't know. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, Check this out. So are they going to wrestle here, or what what is this? You'll see. uh, Here we go. go. All right. <laughs> okay, it's begun. Right. Sizing each other up, Pat. Yeah. Uh, you know, you do that when you wrestle, I guess. And this is, it just seems to be going on a little bit longer than you might well, look, anticipate. They're, they're strategizing, Pat. Yes. Or are they playing patty cake? I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Look at this thing. There's actually a lot of people in the stands too. There, look at this. This is apparently a popular <laughs> sporting event. Looks like it's in Senegal, huh? Okay. And it's carried on Serbian TV. Serbian TV. So that's an international. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost want to call it a sport, but is, I don't know that patty cake this is in a, a ring <laughs> is a sport. Okay. And the announcer not- is very excited. He's he's pretty animated about what's going on. It's <laughs> a good point, man. So, hear, oh, he jumped back a little bit. You see that? Yeah, I did. Now this one guy's losing. They're losing interest now. Their hands are down. Look at this. What is? <laughs> is somebody gonna make a move here? Or here, here we go. Oh, it's wearing them out, man. I mean, this is gonna be a TKO here. <laughs> and you just expect one of them to explode anytime, anytime. That's it. No. We're done. Back to the middle. Okay. Uh, who won? Uh, I, I don't. I don't know what we just. I have no idea who won the game of patty seen. cake. There, I don't. I don't know. But uh, that <laughs> is compelling stuff, right there. <laughs> I understand cricket better than what I just saw there. That was biz- That is bizarre. That's one of the more bizarre sports videos, yep. maybe the most that I've ever seen in my life. That is unreal. What was that? <laughs> and and is that the whole sport? Just like. A cat pawing out a window? Is that the whole sport? Or are they so weird? That's just a weird clip of two guys that just I don't I don't want to hurt you. Uh, I, I don't dr- I don't want to do this. They're dressed in the same sort of 
I don't know, diaper thingy that uh, sumo wrestlers use. Sumo right? wrestlers, so yeah. So you think that they're eventually going to jump at each other and start <laughs> wrestling. They never do. It's almost, it's over two minutes that they're just playing patty cake with each other. Really weird. What a <laughs> that was so weird bizarre. event that is. So which is weirder, do you think? That, the uh, two African men uh-huh. playing patty cake in a sandlot, or... Or New York City's um, avant-garde dancers doing their thing on city corners. I mean, that's tough. That is tough. We'll do a poll at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. How about that? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm hard-pressed to really respond because I... Uh, Right? You know, the New York thing is so bizarre that with everything going on right now, Mm -hmm. that's what you're doing? You get six people out to interpretive dance? (laughs) That's... Really? <laughs> and then you're saying culture is going to lead the way this year? The, the, the way to what? Our destruction? Because mm. if that's your priority, uh, that's where you're headed. You're headed for just destruction. <laughs> what a time just, to be alive, huh? Absolutely crazy nuts. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed. On Twitter, also, President Biden has not ruled out using executive action to push through his gun control agenda. That's according to uh, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Uh, The news followed a meeting between gun control groups, group leaders, and White House officials last week, which left the leaders feeling confident that the Biden administration would enact gun reform through executive order if necessary. When asked by a reporter whether or not the administration was still considering bypassing Congress to force action on guns, Saki said that Biden has a range of actions at his disposal and added that he hasn't ruled out using executive power to address the issue. Um, Wow. If you're going to take executive action to uh, limit our constitutional right to uh, own a firearm, well then, I mean, that clearly is unconstitutional and needs to be taken to the Supreme Court. Who would probably refuse to hear the case, (laughs) would be my guess. Uh, Biden, who made weakening Second Amendment rights a major theme of his campaign, issued a statement this, this week on the anniversary of the shooting in Parkland, Florida, urging Congress to get moving on what he calls common sense gun laws which includes the outright ban of so-called assault weapons which they've done before and gun deaths stayed the same it didn't it didn't help anything it didn't do anything of what they were claiming it would do um it just denied people the right to own their weapons today i'm calling on congress to enact common sense Gun law reforms, he said, including requiring background checks on all gun sales, which we already have. Banning assault weapons, which we've already done at one point and it didn't work. And high capacity magazines and eliminating immunity for gun manufacturers who knowingly put weapons of war on our streets. Oh, my. I I mean, so you're going to allow gun manufacturers to be sued in courts of law if somebody uses one of their guns for, you know, an illegal purpose. That's just madness. So if somebody if somebody 
uses a Ford Explorer to run over a group of people on a street corner. Do you sue Ford for that? Uh, it's the same exact thing. Why? Why would you even? I mean, this administration is so radical. Uh, it's really quite amazing that they call themselves moderates. During the news conference, Saki was also asked about Biden's statement and specifically the chances that such an aggressive gun control plan has to pass in Congress. Saki noted that the administration hadn't put together a legislative package yet, perhaps signaling that executive action is their preferred route. <laughs> Good. She said, well, we haven't proposed a package at this point, so it's hard for me to make a pr- prediction about its likelihood of passing. But I will say that the president is somebody who throughout his career has advocated for smart gun safety measures. Yeah, you remember the smart gun safety measure? It was, um... <laughs> oh, no. Get a shotgun. <laughs> Go get a, get a shotgun and then take it outside and fire off a couple of rounds. <laughs> that was his smart gun safety measures. Oh, it's, it's agonizing. I, I can't take it. 888 All right, let me tell you about Omega XL. If you're in pain and your pain is brought on by inflammation then Omega XL is exactly what you need. This is backed by 35 years of clinical research. Omega XL attacks the inflammation that causes pain and thus shuts it off. It comes from the pristine waters around New Zealand, and it's just a, they're tiny little gel caps that are super easy to take and to swallow. And if you've tried other things that just haven't worked, really, this could really help. Um, I was skeptical because I'm uh, always a little bit skeptical at, at the beginning of any of these kinds of things because, you know, the pain, I've been in pain for so long, it's hard to believe that something like this that's not even a drug uh, could actually help. And yet, after a week, the pain in my elbow started to lessen. After two weeks, it was gone. Love this stuff. Yeah. To get you started, when you order one bottle of Omega XL, we'll get a second. You'll get a second bottle for free. You buy one, you get one free. So visit omegaxl.com/pat. That's omegaxl.com/pat, or call 1-800-844-4888. Omegaxl.com/pat. Pat Gray. All right, we've got some tweets here. Um, Atticus tweets, I would love to see one of the guys asking Saki questions uh, that start with, sweetheart, <laughs> I'm sure they'd be removed from the room. Or, uh, or maybe start the question with, Jen, could we circle back to something we discussed <laughs> in here last week? It'd be fun. Be fun. Uh-huh. Hero Elita uh, tweets, I do not want my tax dollars going toward murdering babies. I cannot live with that horror. How do we make our taxes? Uh, make sure our taxes don't go toward that without dealing with the IRS in the future for tax evasion. Yeah, mm. uh, we, we, we have to make our feelings known. And I, I, I don't think we're strong enough on that with, uh, when it comes to abortion. Um, and... You know, maybe a, a, a march on Washington is pros- without going to the Capitol building and, and start knocking out windows. But just to be heard uh, marching through the streets of D.C. 
Will of Landrew tweets, uh, for the love of God, please resist the urge to dance in public. It's a good good safety tip. <laughs> Amber Sumner tweets, uh, I wanted to move to Texas until this week. <laughs> for that weather, I'll just stay here in Indiana. We got 11 inches of snow on Monday. Praying for you all. Oh, wow. yeah, thank you. Oh, th- thank you. Daniel, do we have the picture of the car? You talked about the pipes bursting at Stu's house. <laughs> Um, this car was situated in a parking garage here in Texas, and the pipe uh, in the parking garage burst above it, Ooh, and it wow. is now encased in a tomb of ice. Oh, look at that. Wow. Jeez. That is going to take a while to chisel out. Uh, yeah. It's on, the gr- it's on the pavement around it. It's all over it. It's, it's just encased. Uh, is, that, is that here? Is that in Dallas? Yeah. Somewhere. It- I think it's in Dallas, yeah. Uh, by the way, we're starting to pull out of this tailspin now. So this isn't, and if you're, if you were planning to move here and you're conservative, we, I'd still encourage you to do that because this is a pretty rare event. I mean, this, the last time, uh, the temperatures got this extreme was 1989. So it's been a while. Uh, but at least, yeah. mm-hmm. at least there is hope at the end of this tunnel. Even, uh, today it's going to be. 33, I think, for the... No, 30 for the high? Or is it 33? Okay. Well, I know that the first time we're going to get above freezing yeah. is going to be Friday. Uh, Friday afternoon. Tomorrow afternoon. But DFW Airport uh, reached its lowest temperature uh, since 1945. Oh, wow. So, really? Yeah, so that was... Uh, and that was what? What was... Do you know what the temperature my, was? I think it was... Was it minus two? I, I was minus two five out here. Jeez. So, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, I mean it, it, it has been unprecedented, but hey, yeah. there is a silver lining, and it's kind of related to that tweet. Maybe some Californians who were thinking about coming out here and they now enjoy won't. the sun and surf are going to be like, <laughs> yeah. whoa, no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> can't do that. Nope. Uh, it looks like California has been spared, and so is Florida. California and Florida spared this whole situation, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, when it was... When it was one below here the other day in Tampa, it was like sixty-five at the same time. So yeah, big <laughs> what, difference. What big, was big it? Difference. What was it? Uh, John Cardillo uh, tweeted out, "Boy, it sure has gotten cold here in Miami. We just dipped below 90. <laughs> 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 Screw you. <laughs> Good yeah, stuff. that does hurt this week. That hurts. It it really does. <laughs> uh, and I, you know, I I profess to enjoy cold temperatures uh but um i'm reevaluating that now <laughs> re-evaluating. yeah i'm reevaluating. <laughs> i don't want it this cold this was ridiculous yeah pipe bursting cold is a yeah that's not good much. and especially for this stinking long it that's that's the hardest to believe it's been like a week of this kind of weather in texas that just doesn't happen as a rule yeah in fact it will have been 10 days below freezing except for wow. i think on saturday the sun came out and we got up to 33 for like five minutes but if you take that out wow. of it it was 10 days in dallas below freezing that's incredible and that's assuming we get that's above incredible. freezing tomorrow it'll be longer it'll be 11 days if we don't get up to that 35 it's supposed mark, to be you know. 40 tomorrow so that's like heat wave force normally that's the basement that I mean, forty is like, oh my gosh! Can you believe it's only forty? <laughs> <I know. laughs> We're looking up at forty now. Like, wow, what a heat wave! We <laughs> so uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three 
let's see, where were we? J. Floyd May tweets, I got a pick. Uh, yeah, between those two ridiculous videos. The second video reminded me of two idiots saying to each other, you go first. Uh, from Laugh Track, that's true. Uh, video number two, wait, no masks? I'm offended. Uh, intense and porpoises tweets, although those avant-garde dancers are inspiring. I have to say that after 50 years, I think I found my calling in the sports world. <laughs> I'd even look amazing in that in that diaper. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, good. Good luck with that. Uh, all right. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, I wanted to uh, find out where our $2,000 stimulus checks are, are going. And uh, uh, cut number four is, should tell us exactly uh, where and, and when those are going to arrive. If you send John and the Reverend to Washington, those $2,000 checks will go out the door. We will be able to pass $2,000 stimulus checks for the people next week. We'll deliver the $2,000 stimulus checks. And that begins with the $2,000 stimulus. Mm -hmm. When you send me and Reverend Warnock to the Senate, we will pass those $2,000 stimulus checks. Mm. You send me and Reverend Warnock to the Senate, we will pass those $2,000 stimulus checks. They will make decisions about whether we give people a $2,000 check. We need to pass $2,000 stimulus checks for the people for getting people the two thousand dollars in relief direct payment congress should mm. pass two thousand dollar checks mm. president-elect biden and democrats are all pushing for two thousand dollar relief checks. two thousand dollar stimulus checks two thousand dollar relief checks two thousand dollar relief checks they should send two thousand dollar checks to the american people right now I'm supporting two thousand dollar relief payments right now we need to be passing the two thousand dollar stimulus relief checks and that means we need john ossoff and Raphael warnock who will go uh -huh. to D.C. to ensure the $2,000 sure checks. You see ads that say, want <laughs> okay. your $2,000 stimulus yeah. check? Uh, Vote Democrat. I do. Vote for Warnock. And fortunately, they did. And uh, what have you done with your $2,000 stimulus check so far? <laughs> Man. Pat Gray. Hey, if you want to eat something healthier but still have something delicious, Built Bar is the way to go. Built Bar, uh, it's the secret to keeping your New Year's resolution to eat healthier food. It's really, really pretty healthy for you. They're 110 to 160 calories each. They have 16 to 20 grams of protein. It's a delicious protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They're so good. And they come in many different flavors. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, coconut almond, raspberry, uh, peanut butter, mint brownie, chocolate chip cookie dough, <laughs> and mm. they are great. You don't get that chemical taste, that aftertaste of... That's a great point, Pat. Yeah. I I'm serious. Those kind of bars, mm -hmm. I, I am always turned off by them because of that. Yes. I, I'm glad you said it. That chemical, that artificial taste. Yes. I have not had a built bar that I didn't absolutely love the flavor and how it tasted. Yeah, and there's none of that aftertaste. Uh, I can't handle that. So these are really, really good. You're going to love these. Built Bar, it's the answer to eating healthier this year. Go to builtbar.com, use the promo code PAT to get 20, PAT20 to get 20% off your next order. Promo code PAT20 for 20% off at builtbar.com. Mm -hmm. 
You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Got a couple of tweets here. Uh, TJ Hoff. So the government wants the gun manufacturers to be sued if their weapons hurt people, but vaccine companies can't be responsible for vaccine deaths or huh. be sued. Huh. Interesting point, isn't it? Yeah. Interesting point. Uh, that's just bougie tweets. <laughs> Not one of these curmudgeons talks about taking on criminals with illegally obtained guns that kill people on almost a daily basis. Chicago ring any bells? No, they never speak about that. Just us honest owners that play by the rules. It's disgusting. Uh, From data warning, can you really put a price on art? Because if they go through with this, the comedy value alone is going to be astronomical. Uh, Caffeinated Texan, I don't want to miss another night of work, but it's snowing again in Divine. Huh. I don't know where Divine, Texas is. Do you? You know where that is? I thought all the snow was done here. Yeah, I did too. Uh, let's see. Free range theater wolf, 40 degrees in Michigan. We put on the shorts and head to the beach. <laughs> uh, Todd Curtis. Hey, as far as the weather is going on the bright side, you may not have to travel as far to, uh, club baby seals. There's always a oh, silver lining. Yep. Look at that. That's, That's a silver true. lining. Just head down up. to the Galveston Bay and there might be seals <laughs> there now. Oh my gosh. They are uh, rescuing thousands of sea turtles. Yeah, I saw Down that. There, They're putting cold them in a stunned. Center. Did you see yeah. that? Cold stunned? What? Again, the that, stupidity of moving. turtles. The right? dummies. What, you're stunned by the cold? Get back in the water. Get back <laughs> in the water. How did they capture them? Did, did somebody stand on the shore waving plastic straws? Say, hey, come on in. Let's go, guys. And then like, oh, look, there comes a straw. By the way, Divine is down near San Antonio. Okay. And I just checked the radar. Mm-hmm. Where did this come from? Another it, massive storm. A massive batch of snow. Oh, my gosh. In the southern half of the state. I want to see what direction it's going now. Better um, not be headed our way. It's it's moving, it's moving no. west to east. But literally, the bottom half of Texas right now is covered in heavy snow oh my god what is happening man it's just unbelievable it's unbelievable <laughs> seriously it's like the weather just flipped and we've got the northern weather and the north has ours uh, well didn't weird somebody reminded me we've had a story on this program about the poles shifting at some oh, yeah. point yeah. right yeah. so yes. i don't i have no idea what's whatever would this it surprise you at this weird. point? Oh, okay, nothing, yeah. So nothing the, would. The weather's completely flipped. Now we've got Montana weather. Montana has Texas weather. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? I mean, weirder things are happening, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, in uh, England, the Crown Teachers once put on William Shakespeare, uh, put on the... They, they loved Shakespeare. They taught Shakespeare. They put on Shakespearean plays. But now, apparently, the English playwright coming under assault from teachers who fault his unwoke attitudes regarding race, (laughs) sexuality, gender, and class. Now, wait a minute. You mean a man who lived (laughs) in 1590 didn't have the exact same sensibilities as progressives 430 years later? Huh. How weird. (sighs) For the new breed of teacher, Shakespeare is seen less as an icon of literature and more as a tool of imperial oppression, an author who should be dissected in class or banished from the curriculum entirely. Oh, my. Not even Shakespeare is immune to this new 
thing that's going on, this cancel culture. Uh, so the teachers who founded Disrupt Texts, which is a group that wants staples of Western literature removed or subjected to withering criticism, said, uh, this is about white supremacy and colonization. <sighs> the anti-Shakespearean <laughs> teachers say fans of the plays ignore the author's uh, problematic worldview. They say readers of Shakespeare should be required to address the whiteness of their thinking. If Shakespeare must be taught, they say, then it should be presented with watered-down versions of the original or supplemental texts focused on equality issues. I mean, can we get any more ridiculously but stupid? Is it possible? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. I, I don't even... I withdraw the question, Your Honor. Uh, obviously, yes, we can get we can get more stupid than this. But it's... Uh, I don't know if we can survive if we get more stupid than this. That's the thing. Uh, can we survive the, everything the world throws at us if we become even dumber? I don't know. I don't know. We'll Seriously. see. Is Shakespeare now? You can't... I mean, not that I love Shakespearean plays and all of that, but come on. If there's a staple of literature, it's Shakespeare, right? And you can't just say, okay, look, uh, class, the guy lived from, what, 1564 to 1518 or something. Uh, he didn't have the same sensibilities. All right, let's read this play. And you go. I, I mean, that's all you need to do, right? If you even need to do that. Isn't one of the theories that Shakespeare was a woman and that was just a pseudonym or something like that? So if you could convince these, these woke... <laughs> Uh, masses mm -hmm. that it was a chick writing it. Maybe that would. <laughs> Maybe. I'm, 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 I'm trying. I'm going after Maybe. anything to keep literature alive here. Uh, yeah. But this is. I mean, every day there is something more every and day. more maddening than the day before. It's yeah. tiresome, man. Every stinking day. Uh, it's it's madness. Is there anybody we can read? I mean, certainly not. Uh, uh, American authors anymore. Um, you know, can you read uh, Huckleberry Finn anymore? Can you? Is that okay? I don't think so. I don't. Is there a school that that would uh, hand that out to be required reading anymore? It certainly was when I was in school, but I bet it's not now. You can't read Mark Twain now. How how do you do that with the language he used? Uh, and now now you've got Shakespeare too. Jeez. Who is going to be okay to read? <laughs> Dr. Um, Seuss probably won't be politically correct soon. Um, maybe he's already under fire somewhere. I I, I don't know, but it's uh, they're going to be burning these books very very soon. Dangerous, very soon. dangerous time. Yep. Uh, also, we all know the. Uh, let me take a minute and tell you about uh, Annie's Kit Clubs because we all know the detrimental impact of too much screen time for kids. They're mm -hmm. always online. They're always looking at either their phone or an iPad or a computer screen of some kind. Shortens our attention span. They could lose creativity because of it. There's, you know, questionable content online. Heaven forbid they find any Shakespeare online. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they survive it, right? So we need better ways for our kids and our grandkids to use their downtime. So let me tell you about Annie's Kit Clubs. 
they've got the perfect subscription box for both boys and girls. They have Young Woodworkers Kit Club. It's a monthly subscription that puts real tools into your child's hands, starting with a great kid-sized hammer. Every month, your child receives an all-in-one woodworking kit with the materials and the tools the kids need to make an awesome wood woodworking project with minimal supervision. Another amazing club is Annie's Creative Girls Club, which sends two fun craft projects every month, complete with easy-to-follow instructions. You can kickstart her creativity through painting and beading and lots more. Kids develop actual skills. They master real-world building or, or new crafting techniques and express their creativity. So... This would make a great gift. Go to annieskitclubs.com slash pat and you'll save 75% off your first shipment. 75%. annieskitclubs.com slash pat. see this uh, $2,000 stimulus check thing in its entirety. We had to cut it short uh, because we were up against a break. But this is amazing because the this focuses on the race in Georgia with uh, Ossoff and uh, Warnocky, Warnocky. Warnock, yeah. Uh, Warnock, Warlock, whatever the guy's name is. <laughs> <laughs> He's... Uh, they both, they both hammered the $2,000 check thing. If you elect them, by gosh, they're going to get you $2,000. And so I, I think that's fascinating because here we are now. We're, um, what, a month, month and a half? Uh, well, about a month into the administration. And nothing. You haven't received even the $1,400 check. Right. St- still hasn't come, right? And if it, they only do the $1,400, do not they have to give credit to Donald Trump for getting... You know, a third of what they promised. You would think. You see but what they, I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah. that, that's what they've got to yeah. do. They've either got to give. They're not going they've to. Either got to say Trump gave you a third of this, and so we're just filling in the rest of that promise, or they've got to come through with the two thousand. And I got to tell you something: the base on the left are screaming, "We want two thousand right now, not fourteen hundred, Joe." Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They're pissed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Biden is trying to say, "Well, you already got the six hundred first. And now we're gonna just give you fourteen hundred, and that fulfills our two thousand dollar obligation. Well, that's not what you said during the campaign. That's not what you said, and that's not what Warnock and uh, Ossoff said either. But here, here is uh, some of their pledges and their promises to the American people. Pushing for two thousand dollar relief checks. Two thousand dollar stimulus checks. Two thousand dollar relief checks. Two thousand dollar relief checks. They should send two thousand dollar checks to the American people right now. Supporting two thousand dollar relief payments right now. We need to be passing the two thousand dollar <laughs> stimulus relief checks. <laughs> that means we need John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock, who will go to D.C. to ensure the two thousand dollar checks. Right. See to ads ensure. that say, uh-huh. "Want your two thousand dollar stimulus check? Vote Democrat. Vote really? for Warnock." Well, I actually have a bill for that. (laughs) One of the first things (laughs) that I want to do when our new senators are seated is deliver the $2,000 checks to the American families. The debate over $2,000 
This is some abstract debate. $2,000 checks, so kind of actually $1,400 checks. By electing John and the Reverend. To the block in Washington, that's $2,000 stimulus check. Ten moderate Republicans want a seat at the table to pitch a slim-down relief proposal. They're just liars. That will go out the door immediately. What they might be willing to do is negotiate on those stimulus checks. How can you assure Americans that relief will come and come soon? Have you ever known anyone in the history of the United States of America? That could be president and assure exactly what the Congress is going to do. That money that will go out the door immediately. That's not hyperbole. That's real. <laughs> <laughs> Paid for by no one. <laughs> I love that last line. Yeah. Uh, if you could play the very beginning of this, too, when Biden was talking about the checks uh, and stumbling all over himself, can you just start at the very beginning? And if you send John yeah. and the Reverend to Washington. Those $2,000 checks will go out the door. We will be able to pass All right. $2,000. Hey, those two ch- checks that you got the door to the Reverend. What? <laughs> Unbelievable. And he stumbles every time he talks about it. Yeah. He cannot handle anything with a number in it. Really strange phenomenon. I mean, he's okay sometimes if he doesn't have to repeat a number. But if he has to say a number, forget it. It's, uh, he just, he can't handle it. I mean, I feel that pain, let's be honest, when numbers are involved. <laughs> right. But, but I'm not yours, the president of the United States. And it's usually involving adding the numbers. Usually. But, usually. But, yeah. But saying the numbers isn't as problematic, I'm thinking. Uh, but what a lie. Uh, what a bald face lie that turns out to be. He's, you know, there. They, he promised two thousand dollar checks. Now, when you get a check for fourteen hundred, and nobody's gotten that yet. So, but when you do get the check, and it's only fourteen hundred dollars, that's not a two thousand dollar check. What are you talking about? So, don't tell me that you promised two thousand dollars total. You promised a two thousand dollar check. Yeah. And they're not going to deliver that. They're not even talking about delivering that now. They're talking about delivering a $1,400 check, which you add to the $600 you got months ago. When was the $600 check? When did that come? Mm. Do you remember? That was, gosh, Like I November don't... or something? October? Yes. October, November-ish? It was, oh, Christmas, wasn't it? Or... Was it? I, I, I've lost track. I mean, yeah. but but the, the Democrats should have said no we're not going to pay. See, they, they were smart. Pelosi beat McConnell, okay? And, and that's how they got these two seats. But what Democrats should mm-hmm. have done if they were really thinking about 3D chess is they should have said, no, 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 no. We're not going to pass this. We're going to take those seats and give Americans $2,000. Then those checks would have already been printed off. But instead, mm-hmm. they just said that, voted on the 600 and now they're trying to get away with the 1400 filler. Yeah. And I don't think that's going to placate people. I think people, when you promise $2,000, whether you should be promising the $2,000 or not, that's a different issue. But when you promise people $2,000 checks, they're expecting a $2,000 check, not a $1,400 check. And so you're just going to piss off your base, which to me, that's great. I mean, good. (laughs) Good. Yeah. Uh, We'll see. If, If they even... Come up with the 1400 because because where is that now? That was one of the first 
things Schumer was going to do once the Senate was seated. Well, they're seated. Uh, are you are you comfortable yet? Did you? I mean, do you have time to take care of some issues that you promised you were going to take care of? Could you maybe, I don't know, do something now? Think of all of the priorities of this president and his party. It, it was to eliminate jobs with the Keystone Pipeline. Mm-hmm. It was to open the borders. It was to uh, make sure that transgenders could go to the bathroom of their choice. Right. All of this stuff was happening. Wasn't that day oh, one? Two, Wasn't that day two, one? Or at was. least the first week. I know that. And then, like you said, Schumer and the, the Democratic Senate, they, they get uh, seated. And what's the first thing they do? They try to impeach a president, try to convict a president mm-hmm. Who isn't even in office? Meanwhile, Americans are going hungry, and they're waiting for that money right. that they have been promised by the party in power, and still nothing. But look, the bright side of this: the more time that they spend going after Trump, such as the the Senate trial, and um, having to fend off their base, the less that they can get done. And hopefully, in two years aren't so much in power in the Congress. I hope so. I hope the American people are going to see through these guys uh, because they're despicable. They're they're despicable lying sacks. And <laughs> <laughs> they need to be uh, thrown out of office. Through the electoral process, of course. Not literally grabbed and thrown anywhere, but just... <laughs> Tossed out via the election process. Right. And every day, though, that they have to fend off their own base is another day that they're not able to frame the narrative through their media. Right. Exactly right. Uh, All right. uh, The mask situation has Mm. just gotten worse. Visitors to Manhattan's federal court and other buildings in the Southern District of New York. (laughs) I love this are now required to either wear two face masks or an FDA-approved N95 mask, which I don't know what those cost, but certainly more than those dumb surgical masks, right? The double mask requirement was included in the federal court district COVID-19 phased reentry plan that was released on the 11th of this month. You are required to wear either one disposable mask underneath a cloth mask with the edges of the inner mask pushed against your face. Uh, seriously, what? <laughs> or a properly fitted FDA authorized KN95 mask, uh, according to the plan. Wow. Uh, the gaiters, bandanas, or masks with valves, vents are not acceptable face coverings. If you do not have the approved masks, a screener will provide them. No one will be admitted without the proper masking. That's great. Security guards at the buildings uh, will enforce the mask mandate. Uh, that's going to cause some problems, you got to believe. Yep. The plan extends only to the federal courthouses in the district, but other federal court districts across the country can impose similar mandates if they choose to. So this mask, this double masking thing, it's yeah. a real thing now. Yep. It's an actual enforced requirement. Sure is. Yeah. 
<laughs> but uh, but again, remember, we are expected to follow every single ridiculous guideline that comes down the pike. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we still have the video from Angela Merkel over in Germany. Oh, Another case yeah. of 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 a leader who go ahead and play it. I mean, if you got it, it's it's she's not used to wearing a mask. See, she's just going about her business because she doesn't have to do that. Right. She requires everyone in her country do it. And, and then, somebody you can see the person oh. lean over and say, "Hey, you don't have a mask on." Oh yeah, that's right. Thank you people so much. The the little people have to wear a mask, so I better pretend like okay, yeah, I'm gonna put one on. Uh huh. Unreal. That's Did you see? amazing. During the Puppy Bowl, did you see Joe Biden's mask PC, uh, PSA? Uh, you're supposed to be wearing a mask everywhere, Pat. Uh, and Dr. Joe Biden, um, I don't know if we have that video yeah, still. Yeah, we do. We have Hi that. There. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. Joe Biden here at oh, the hi, White doctor. House with our two dogs, Chip and Major. For a lot of us during this pandemic, our pets have been such a source of joy and comfort. Yeah. And maybe a bark or two on a video conference. The unconditional <laughs> love from a dog is one of the most beautiful things on earth, and we owe it to them to keep ourselves healthy. So please keep wearing your masks, even when you're out walking your dog. Right, guys? Screw you! Are you kidding me? <laughs> and by the way, where's yours, Puddin? Where, where's yours? Uh, I'm sorry, Dr. Puddin. <laughs> Dr. Puddin. Dr. Seriously, does she not Puddin. love her dogs? Because she's not wearing her mask right? around them. Yeah. Uh, despicable. These people are just absolutely despicable. Grotesque. All right. Well, uh, stay warm. And hopefully you've got power and water. A uh, couple of luxuries in Texas that uh, many of us are not privy to. Uh, but God we will. Russia. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Definitely. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow.